Welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Lady J. <laughs> and your other co-host, T. Damn it, T. <laughs> You're always going to subvert me. <laughs> subvert? That's not the right word. Anyway. Um, hi. How hey. are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. We fucking did it. Yes. We made it to the end of this season. Oh, we're here. We are here and so are you listeners and we're ready to talk shit <laughs> as we always do um now if you've downloaded this episode and you're in the process of listening to it which shout out um you already know that due to popular demand and 100 <laughs> percent of the votes on our twitter poll we have decided to combine the last two episodes of season five, 521 and 522, mm-hmm. into one mega episode season finale. Um, because these two these episodes are essentially two parts of the whole. And in fact, episode 521 ends with a to be continued. Yes. So it's very clearly like one continuous story. So I think it makes sense. It's going to be long. This episode will be longer than most. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think you guys are down for the ride, and we are too. So, so. Uh, get comfortable. Find yeah. a nice position. Yeah, lie down in bed. Close your eyes. Meditate. If you're driving, don't do that. No. <laughs> if you're at work, don't do that. <laughs> Listen to my voice. ASMR. <laughs> um... Yeah. Okay, so let's get into it. All right. So these are episodes 521, Mm -hmm. titled Chances, dot, 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 and episode 522, titled R. Yeah. (laughs) There's a movie called Chances R. There is? Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, like an older movie? Yeah, yeah. Super cute. I, is it? I think you'd like it. Is it a rom-com? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It's of the rom-com, rom-com <laughs> persuasion? Yes. Cool. How old is it? Uh, I, I, is it like pre-arrest? <laughs> yeah, because I think oh, his sure. arrests were in the 90s, weren't they? Yeah, Early 90s? I guess, yeah. I think this was this film was in the late 80s. Mm. Yeah. So he's like young and hot too. Yeah, he's just like super cute. Who's the girl in it? Or is it a guy? I'm no, I'm. You know what the funny thing is? I'm. I'm gonna mess up her name right now. I. I want to say Molly something. Ringwald. Uh, no, not Molly Hopkins, Ringwald. No. <laughs> um, which she does have a movie with her called The Pickup Artist. That's another good one. Um, with Robert Downey Jr. and Molly Ringwald. Yeah. Whoa. Called, and Dennis Hopper. Oh, rest in peace. I know. Uh, Did Gene Hackman die? Total non sequitur. No. I know. <laughs> no, and I would. No, no. He's not. Okay. No. He just like stopped acting. Pretty much, I haven't seen okay. him do anything in a long the time. The last thing he did was like "Welcome to Moose Town" or whatever. Mooseport? Yeah, I think that's yeah. the last thing he did. <laughs> yeah, no, I. Um, <laughs> I'm forgetting this woman's name right now that was in that movie with him. Chances are, she was in also some kind of wonderful. I'm gonna look it up. Some, oh, oh, the girl. That's yeah. not Molly something. That's not. I'm forgetting her name. I want to say Molly, too. but I know it has to be wrong. It's, yeah, you know you're wrong. <laughs> you Tanks. couldn't be more wrong. Tanks. Hold on, you have to pad for time while okay, I look fine. this up. Well, that same girl was also in the movie uh, St. Elmo's Fire. That was a good one. Um, isn't it like Sally something? Maybe. Or Sue? 
Sue maybe chances are chances are oh here we go Sybil Shepherd that's not her no that's no. not who you're talking about no um well that person is not even top billed Mary Stuart Masterson okay there we go that's her right mm-hmm. yeah let me hold on let, let me look up her IMDb page yeah and yes we have Benny and June oh my fried green tomatoes Damn. some kind of wonderful mm-hmm. is Leah Thompson in some kind of wonderful Leah Thompson? She yes. Yeah, 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 she is. And we've come full circle with Swiss Shepherd. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't get over it. Okay. Oh, Mary Stuart Masterson was also in The Cake Eaters, which is that Kristen Stewart Yeah, vehicle. I've seen that one. The Hickle. Oh, damn, dude. Mary Stewart's, like, acting up a storm. She's, like, in something right now. Oh, she's in Blind Spot right now. Okay. Like, as, like, a recurring... Hmm. She was on The Good Wife, NCIS, Law and Order, which who wasn't? Yeah, seriously. Um, the Mothership, as it's called. <laughs> um, <laughs> ooh, insider talk. And that's about it, actually. Some it, Kind of Wonderful was like her big deal. Like her big first deal. Oh, I love she that was movie. In a, oh, no, she was in the Stepford Vibes. Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> the Stepford Vibes. <laughs> We forgot about Seventh Heaven, y'all. But no, what I was going to say before I got distracted was she was in a movie called Heaven Help Us, which that brings us back. Oh, that does bring us back. (laughs) Kind of, not really. Heaven, Seventh Heaven, it's all good. Free associate. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so chances are um, the Amazon Prime spoilies, which we will read the spoilies for both episodes now. Um, For chances, it's... Robbie adopts a hands-off policy when Mary comes home for the summer. Spoiler alert. And for R, it's... It sounds so weird to call an episode R. I know. <laughs> um, Lucy discovers the truth about her boyfriend's past with Mary. Dun, dun, dun. Woo-woo. <laughs> what is this shady past? Dude, can I just tell you before we get too deep? Yeah, huh? If you looked at my notes... No. During that revelation. Okay. I literally, I don't even, oh, it's right here. I wrote, I just wrote the words, like the, the letters, OMG, 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 like in giant letters, like across the page <laughs> initially. And then as, as more details were revealed, I, I filled in the spaces between the OMGs <laughs> with like additional words of like, <laughs> of like incredulousness. It's quite funny. I should take a picture and put it up on the Instagram when this episode drops. Um, because it's hilarious. Um, okay. So, chances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Okay. Yes, I do. Let's just start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. Um, Mary's calling Robbie. Yes. To let him know that she will be home all summer. And Aren't you excited? Yeah. How great is it? We get to be under the same roof all summer. Oh my god. And he and Robbie's like he doesn't express it verbally, like over the phone, but like his face is like panic. <laughs> like apps yeah. or eep. Um like yeah, just like kind of like wariness about mm-hmm. all of that. Which honestly though, it could like, it's, it's understandable. Like, it's not like, what's wrong, Robbie? Like, clearly, you yeah. know, it's not like they've been perfect this whole time. 
But then also, it's like, what is this about specifically? Because where we last left off mm -hmm. is like, he knows that she was went out with Wilson. Mm -hmm. And I think pretty early on in this episode, it comes out that like, she's been... Eric has confirmed with the colonel that she's been going out a yeah. lot. Mm -hmm. And the sort of assumption is that the person that she's been seeing is Wilson. Yeah. So, and it's sort of like spoken and like well-known amongst the Camdens in the household. Like, like Mary's been dating Wilson all this yeah. whole time or for the last couple of months or whatever. Yeah. Which is hilarious because like... So is she with Robbie or not? Like, exactly. I don't understand. Like, are they exactly. in a relationship or aren't they? Because, like, she came back to Glen Oak to convince him to move to Buffalo with her. And it ended like, I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to move back to Glen Oak. So I just think I thought, like, they're over. That's what I thought. But then they're not. No. And yet she's, like, date, like literally dating Wilson. So, like, what's going on here? Yeah, and Wilson follows her to the airport. Yeah, and it's like, don't go, Mary. You belong with me. I love you. And then she's all, what happens in Buffalo stays in Buffalo. Okay. <laughs> she basically literally says that. I know. And then he's all like, what? And she gets on the plane anyway. <laughs> it reminded me a little bit about, like, of, like, the Friends finale when... Like, when he gets her at the airport, mm -hmm. or, like, stops her at the airport, Ross does, mm -hmm. Rachel, um, and he's like, he's like, I love you, I've never stopped loving you, I want to be with you, and she's like, I gotta go, they're waiting for me! Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> but then she got off the plane, you guys. Yeah. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> not Mary, Rachel. No. Yeah. Mary, well, Mary does get, get off. Mary, yeah, no, she does. But in Glenno. Yeah. Not in Buffalo. Yeah, and runs into Robbie's arms. Oh, my God. That was the funniest thing. She literally, like, runs and jumps, jumps and, yeah. like, like monkey jumps into his arm. Is that the right term? Well, like, you know how much? She, she, like, wraps her legs around him yeah. and he's, like, spinning her around, but, like, not romantically. No. <laughs> he, like, falls into the seat. Yeah. And you're, oof. And she's like, oh, my God. And he's like, hi. <laughs> she's like, what's wrong? And he's like, nothing. <laughs> At that moment, I'd be like, uh, next flight out to Buffalo? Well, yeah, because they pretty much, like, even just in that scene alone, she gets the gist that, like, He's not thrilled. Yeah. And so you're right. Like, if I was her, I'd just be like, okay, not what I was expecting. Peace out. I've got a guy loving me at home anyway, or yeah. at Buffalo anyway. Yeah. Like, bye-bye. Mm, but know. she's too hung up. She's really in love with Robbie, and that's obvious. Like, yeah. Is, whatever she may or may not feel for Wilson, which, to be honest, is unclear. And it, spoiler, remains unclear through the final minute of the final episode of the yeah, season. Yeah, it does. Like... I just think that, like, yeah, she has a history with Wilson, and yeah, of course, Wilson's great, and, like, oh, whatever, but, like, she does love Robbie. She does. And, she does. Yeah. And so, I don't know that she's just, like, just because he's a little cautious doesn't necessarily for her mean, like, peace, bye. Like, I think she's still, like, I love you, though, you know, like, mm -hmm. what's going on? Um... What else do we learn before we go too deep down one storyline? I think initially, right, we learn about John and Priscilla's upcoming nuptials and, like, they're talking about it. Um, we learn that... Actually, I'm going to play Glenn <laughs> only because 
little, I'm gonna play the clip and see if you hear something just a little weird. Okay. You did invite your parents, didn't you? They didn't even want us to get married. That was six months ago. So? So, give them a chance. Call them, invite them to the wedding, they're your parents and my future-in-laws. They should be here with us, or at the very least, ask to be here. It's a mistake to invite them. No, not inviting them was the mistake. Did you hear it? Not really. Maybe this will help. Future-in-laws. <laughs> yeah, future-in-laws. <laughs> future-in-laws. Like, he's saying, he's, he's putting the emphasis on the wrong word. Yeah. Like, they're not... He's saying it like it's a title, future in law. Yeah. Like, no, you mean future in laws. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, anyway, but <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I hear things like this. Okay, yeah. I hear things like that. I hear things like piecing. <laughs> That's the best. I'm not gonna let it go. I hear things like, "Hey, Mary, it's Ruthie." <laughs> so it day. makes me a little nauseous. <laughs> We are off the rails already, and we have a lot of ground to cover. And I, I, I say, looking at myself. Um, okay, so yeah, so John and Priscilla, like, they're talking wedding. Priscilla has not invited her parents because she's like, "Fuck them! They don't even want us to get married." He's like, "No, man, they're your parents. Like, I couldn't get married without my parents." And like, yeah, they're great, but like, still. And she's like, "Ah." We also find out that Morgan had to fly back east. Yeah, New which, York, right? Yeah. yeah, remind me to come back to back east later. Dude, <laughs> I couldn't get over this. Oh my god, everybody, it was the most annoying thing about these episodes. Everybody would say back east. I'm like, what the? F what is back east? First of all, could we just say New York? Like, yeah, as if like as if it's hard to say New York. Yeah. Also, back east, you're not from there. Exactly. Like, like, what the fuck are you talking? I'm gonna about? move back. Back. I'm gonna go and move back east. When did you come from there? The best is like when Lucy says it. Yes, Lucy is the best. So it's so like weird coming out of Lucy's mouth, calling it back east. Like, bitch, you have never moved outside of this two block radius of Glen Oak. Okay, I, my face just went, huh? Yeah, I remember. I'm like, it's oh. really like, and it's glaring because it's so. It's such a specific, like, choice that they've made to continually say back east. Yeah. That, like, you can't help but dwell on it like we are now. Because yeah. it's ridiculous. No, you, you, you say back east when, like, you're probably already there and then you're, you know, in Glen Oak, like, yeah, you know, back east at home or whatever. Yeah, like, like that you, works. Like, you but refer you're not from to there. It if you're from there. Or, like, part, like, your life is there now and now you're visiting. Like, right, that works. Exactly. But I'm going to move back east, like, moving back to what? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> to what? Seriously. The only person that can say back east is Jeremy. <laughs> maybe well maybe. not even because his parents and him and him and he just moved there yeah like like four or five episodes ago or whatever whatever that is in time two months <laughs> ish yeah um okay so yeah so morgan had to go back east yeah to care for john's sick like his sick mom yeah like who kind of suddenly fell ill and they hint at like hopefully he'll be hopefully she'll be okay and he can come back in time yeah. for the wedding because he's gonna he's set to officiate it or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, what else do we learn? Oh, we learn about Matt and Cheryl because we can't let that die. Apparently, yeah. I gotta be honest, I wasn't expecting that romance to have legs, and 
by the end of the season, I feel like maybe it does. I feel like it yeah. might be Matt's central deal next season. I swear, I think Matt is his best when he's with someone. I well, that's well, hard for me to agree with. I don't just disagree. Not as, he's just not as crazy. That's it. Yeah, no, that's for sure true. I just, it's interesting to me, like, when the series first started, like, early seasons one and two and shit, I would have argued that, like, Matt was one of the main characters. And mm-hmm. it's funny to me that, like, he's really not anymore. No, he's, he's not. He's really kind of, like, almost a, just a recurring. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, he's just there. He doesn't really have much stories going on with him, just him anymore. Yeah. I mean, most recently, obviously, we had the whole Doc, the therapist episode. Mm-hmm. That was pretty about him, like, centrally about him. Um, but, like, yeah, I think you're right in the sense that, like, when he's in a relationship, he gets more story time. I guess, Because it yeah. can be about that. Because otherwise, mm-hmm. he doesn't really have much going on. So, like, there's not much to, like, talk about him or look at him for, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. Whatever. We'll get into it. Um, but we find out, in, like, to start the episode, that um, he hasn't told anyone of his family or his friends or whatever that he's dating her Mm -hmm. and he's not going to take her to John's wedding as his plus one because of that. Yeah. And she gives him shit for it, Mm -hmm. understandably, because they've been seeing each other for four or five episodes episodes. now. And like, you know, understandably, she's like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) Like, you Mm -hmm. know? And so he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll tell them in my own time or whatever. Um, but like she, she basically like gives him an ultimatum, Mm -hmm. like if you don't tell people, like we're not going to be together anymore kind of thing. Yeah. Which, I I mean, I get that. I don't, I I might not like do what she did personally, but like, I get it. Like from Mm -hmm. her perspective, like what's going on here? Do you even care? Like, what is this even, you know? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Cause I, I really thought that. You, you didn't know if that relationship had legs, right? Yeah. I really, because I think of the fact that he doesn't talk about her. I, I really did think by the end of um, the second, you know, whatever, the finale, that that's it. Yeah, I did too. And then it didn't. Yeah. In fact, we ended on them, I think. Yeah. Or close no. to. No, yeah, close to. Yeah, 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 because we ended on the other, yeah. But close to. Mm-hmm. Um... Okay, so I think that's... Oh, no, we gotta talk about Simon. Oh, Simon. Okay, I do have a question about his appearance. Oh, my God, Simon. Hold on, but I do have a question about his appearance. Like, his physical appearance? Yeah. Okay. Has his... Have... (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Did he do his eyebrows? Oh, (laughs) I was like, where is this going? (laughs) Because all I'm thinking is, like, I'm looking, I was like, bro, when did you get them done? I... Well, I can say this. I've never once noticed his eyebrows either before or now. <laughs> like, I, I've never paid attention. It's just really weird. In this, in these two episodes, I was like, I'm trying to look at him like, he got his eyebrows done, didn't he? He fixed them. Something. Like, it yeah. just, it, they, they're too perfect and huh. not in the best way. Huh. I really didn't notice. But I've never noticed, right? So I don't know if that's because I've never noticed or yeah. because I didn't. But Okay, let's talk about him and Dina. Oh, my God. Ugh. Okay. I just thought, can we just, can we do the whole Simon and Dina two episodes story arc right now? Before yeah, yeah, we talk yeah, about yeah, anything yeah, yeah, else? yeah. Because it's so like, it's compact. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, I mm-hmm. love it. Okay. So, 
Simon, so Dina's moved back home, like, or with her dad or whatever yeah, for, for the, the summer. summer. So she's in town, basically. And he, and Simon and Dina have a pact to, like, be friends, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're going to, like, forget about, like, forgetting the fact that they're exes or whatever. Like, they're, they've decided to be friends so they can hang out and be cool and whatever. Yeah. So he, they do, or he goes over there. And she's like, my boyfriend just broke up with me. And she's, like, upset about it. And he's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, like, like, you can see, oh. like, the light, like, the gears turning. He's like, oh, well, we should go out. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, get your mind off of him or whatever. Fucking cute. Um, and so they go to get, like, pizza or whatever. Yeah. And, okay, I'm going to play the clip. And then I have like two observations to make, and okay. we can just talk about it. So they're at pizza. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Attracted you to your ex-boyfriend? Hmm. Well, he's cute, and he has a good sense of humor. Oh, and he's really smart. But if he's so smart, then why do he break up with you? <sighs> I never would have broken up with you. I didn't break up with you. You moved away. And if you hadn't moved away, we'd still be together. I really wish we were still together. I, I, I think we belong together, and I really miss being your boyfriend. Would you pass the cheese? What did you say? Pass the cheese. No, the other thing. Oh. I said I still love you. No, he didn't. Thank you. No, he fucking didn't. Exactly. Though. I I I replayed that twice just to see did he whisper it? Yeah. Did did no. did I miss something? No, he never fucking did, said it. Which ultimately is not like I'm not like fuck you seventh heaven because it's sweet and he's basically saying it without saying it. Yeah. But she's like asking him to clarify and he's like I said I love you. Which no you didn't. <laughs> Ugh. And then also when she's like describing what attracted her to her ex boyfriend mm-hmm. or whatever, she's basically describing Simon, and which is why I think she adds the whole thing about he's smart, yeah, to like to like draw the distinction because we can all agree Simon's not like an A student or whatever, yeah. you know. I really think that's her doing that like on purpose, like she's like he's he's sweet and funny and he makes me laugh and da da da, and that's Simon, yeah, and then and then like almost like a tag. And he's smart. Yeah. <laughs> like, so he's not you, you know? <laughs> oh. I know. Oh. But then they, like, hold hands. Yeah. They're so fucking cute. They hold hands. And then, okay, I, for a second, I thought this was going to be a different kind of episode yeah. because of this happens. I'm breaking our pact. I don't want to be your friend anymore. I want to go somewhere where we can be alone. My dad is working at home. My house has way too many people. Doesn't that sound like it's the urgency of, like, we need to fuck right now? (laughs) Sorry, unpause. We could go to the movies. I don't want to see a movie. Neither do I. (laughs) They're so cute. Mm -hmm. I love them so much. I'm never going to get over Dina. I'm always going to love Dina for Simon forever. Mm, Too bad, so sad. Even when Ashley Simpson comes. (laughs) I'm gonna be all. You are the like the lesser version of Dina. Um, I'm. Why did I say that right now? I'm such a weirdo. Um. So then they go to the movies, which they both agree they don't want to do, but they end up there. Yeah. <laughs> 
and they're like making out, mm-hmm. which is oh my god. Okay, I want to talk about this makeout scene though. How uncomfortable do you think Dina was making out in the position she's making out in? Oh, I, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? it's a visual thing, but like. Like, so they're sitting in chairs next to each other at the movies. You know how, you know, especially back then, like, the, the, the seat, the the armrest didn't go up. So, yeah. like, you had, like, hard armrests between mm-hmm. the two chairs. And, like, all Simon's doing is, like, he's, like, turned a little bit to, like, like be looking in her direction. Like, yeah. at a tilt or whatever. At a tilt. Whatever. 45 degree angle. And Dina is, like, fully, like, leaning forward and then turned around yeah. to like to like kiss him from the front of his like you know like I know. like she must be so uncomfortable and the and the and the the in the um the implication is that they've been like making out the entire movie yeah. so for like nearly 2 hours she's been in that uncomfortable leaning forward and twisted position like they're young know? they can handle it <laughs> and then also the only thing that i don't love about their that these two is like they don't kiss like real people or at least like real teenagers they kiss with zero hand action mm-hmm. it's really weird to watch yeah you just <laughs> like, see their heads like just, like they just literally like touch lips like there's no yeah extra stuff happening which is like kind of not real you yeah. know <laughs> um but so like the movie ends they pull apart from each other this was a good idea i love the movies yeah me too this is the best movie i've been to all year oh yeah but it's over i guess we should leave or we could watch it again okay ugh okay ugh this was a really good idea. <laughs> Simon. He's so cute. Um, but then it all goes to shit. Shit, yeah. Because they t- he takes her back home, and the ex is there, which, like, excuse you for just hanging out in my house waiting for me all day. And he's like, so what the hell? Like, are we together or not? And she's like, you broke up with me. Yeah. And he's all, yeah, but I thought about it, and I don't want to be broken up. And then she fucking goes back to him. I know. Like the dumb bitch she is. <laughs> I will say when... Okay, first... Yeah. Two things. When Simon is heartbroken and walks home... Yeah. Ruthie gives him the rundown of everything that's oh happening God. in the house. We need to talk about Ruthie. Ruthie literally has nothing to do in these two episodes. She's just an observer. She's just an exposition machine. Yeah. That's all she's doing from minute one. She just walks into scenes and goes, so they're doing this, and and those two are saying that thing, and I don't know what's going on. And that's exactly, like, that is the only thing her character has to do for two whole episodes. I know. But when Ruthie gives him the rundown. Oh, God. It's such a, like, here's what you missed. Yeah. But Simon (laughs) is the best. Not going in there. I'm like, I'm, I said, smart boy. Like, you, oh, he's it's like, so true. Like, he's like, I'm avoiding that he and I'm leaving. He's like, he just like walks back out. And, yeah. and Ruthie's like, where are you going? If anyone asks, tell them at Dina. Yeah. <laughs> tell them I'm at Dina's. Like, yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> Not um, in there. <laughs> fucking A. Um, but yeah, so stupid bitch Dina goes back to her ex-boyfriend who, who's, who's, who's such a dumb shit that he doesn't even get a name, okay? Like, we don't even know who he is because yeah. we don't care. Yeah, um, And then, so like, cutting to the second episode, um, he's like 
pissed about it. Of course. Understandably. And <laughs> um, I'm looking for a specific clip. Oh, okay, right. So Dina calls Simon to apologize. Mm. Hello? Simon, it's me, Dina. You have to talk to me. I still want to be your friend. You're a good friend. I don't want to lose you. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't spend the day making out with my friends. My friends aren't that friendly. I feel so badly. You were outside the house tonight, and you look so sad. I didn't mean to hurt you. Well, you did. Click. Yeah. <laughs> I, w okay, obviously when she calls him and I'm watching her act, I, I'm, I was really annoyed with her acting. Like yeah. this, like I'm scared look, and I understand that's the that's what she's supposed to look like. Yeah, but it was just like speak up. <laughs> well, she's always. I mean, ever since we've met her, like when she's like sad or sorry or whatever, yeah. she gets real pouty. Yeah. Like, like not and not and I don't mean like figuratively. I mean literally. Like yeah. her, like the way that she acts that is like. She gets really pouty, mm -hmm. and then her voice makes her sound that way, too, yeah. like, like what you just said. And, yeah, it does come off a little, like, just, ugh, you know? Yeah, like, I just got annoyed of her acting there. Yeah. But what I loved, though, is, like, because he goes over there when he has nothing better to do kind of thing, and he's, like, hiding behind the tree in her front yard, like, trying to, like, be there but not be there and shit. And, like, her dad comes out and is like, what are you doing here? Like, do you want me to call Dina? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And then, but then he can't face her or whatever. And he comes back inside the house or to the house and Annie and Eric or whoever's in the kitchen's like, what's wrong? And he, apparently Dina's a lot of things. Hey, Ruthie said you're over at Dina's. Well, how is Dina? How's Dina? How's Dina? I'll tell you how Dina is. She's selfish and mean and thoughtless, self-centered, inconsiderate, and insensitive. <laughs> That's a lot of things for one person to be. <laughs> that did make me laugh, though. Because he's so, like, he's just, he's pissed because he's yeah. sad, you know? Yeah. Which, of course, like, he, he got him, he... He got heartbroken all over again, over essentially nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he if he had not like allowed himself to like admit those feelings, either out right loud away. or even just to himself. Like, if you know what I mean? Like, he he opened up the floodgates he prematurely, and I think he's mad at himself for it. I know. But then he's also just heartbroken too, and it's just like so fucking sad. Yeah. Oh, I love them so much those two i just i don't know <laughs> but by the end of the episode like it's pretty clear like they're not she's no. not gonna be with him and they're not gonna be together and he talks to eric about it yeah and i want to like relate this to my own life but i have to play the clip first <laughs> i'm in love with tina today we spent the whole day together and I thought it was a second chance for us. And then I took her home. And her boyfriend was there. He said he wanted her back, and she said, okay. If she says she still wants to be friends, but I don't know if I could do it. Can your heart tolerate a friendship with a girl you love? For me, that was like, because, and mind you, I, it's not like I cut anything out there. He just like 
hugs him and then the episode ends <laughs> or that that scene ends but like that part about like can your heart tolerate yeah being friends with someone you love or whatever yeah. and I, very like um i don't know what the right word is here but like i was just watching that scene happen and hearing those words and i immediately was like i know mine sure couldn't <laughs> like i was like talking back to the television <laughs> like, like without skipping a beat, I was like, "Damn, I know mine couldn't." Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I can't. I I haven't been able to do that with any of my exes. Like, especially when the breakup has been like less than mutual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, like, yeah, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And especially at that age, you know, yeah. when when you're feeling everything so wholeheartedly, yeah. like you're feeling every emotion to its ex- like full extent. Um, yeah, I don't know. And we and he never answers the question, right? But I think the implied answer is like, no, no, he can't. <laughs> yeah, which is why he goes in for the hug, mm-hmm. like Papa. <laughs> Papa. Yeah. Papa, can you hear it's me? It's so sad. It's also, though, okay, now now we gotta go big picture meta, right? Like, what a dumb way to end Simon's season. Bring back the girlfriend we stopped caring about, only to break his heart all over again to end it on a down note for Simon? Like, what? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, why? No, I know. I, I agree. I, I, why bring Dina back for the summer? It's so silly. But you know what, though? As, I'm, as we're talking about it, I'm realizing it's not like there's anything else to end Simon's season on. It's not like he hasn't had any, like, overarching storylines. No, only that he had a condom in his wallet that one time. <laughs> <laughs> and he was hanging out with, like, some bad dudes who were, like, misogynistic. <laughs> Misogynists. Yeah. Um, and save it for the recap. But I'm thinking in terms of like, I guess they had to do something with him. So why not make it about romance again? Because that'll pull at the heartstrings, which spoiler alert, it did. Um, well, yeah, because it's Simon and Dina. Yeah. I don't know. And I guess maybe because they could get her, the actress, yeah. you know. Mm. Whatever. May they risk, you know. Whatever, it's done. Maybe I, the 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 fact is like they've set a precedent now where like she might just come back randomly from time to time and be like rehash this all over again. Who knows? Oh, that would be sad. It would be really sad if this just keeps happening to Simon. Like no. she comes back, he lets himself love her, and then his heart gets broken all over again. It's like the worst Groundhog Day. <laughs> or unless the next time he breaks up with her. Well, but he wouldn't. He loves her though. Like you know what I mean. Yeah, he does now. Well, if- well, and plus, they're not going to bring her back only so he could be like, I don't care about you. That's dumb. Like, yeah, that makes no I sense. moved on. <laughs> I'm not that same 15-year-old boy. Is he 15? Yeah. I thought he was 16. I thought he was 15. We keep not knowing the ages of these characters. I don't I even know that it matters. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Simon and Dina. May they rest in peace. Bye-bye. May their relationship rest in peace. Yeah. Bye-bye. Um, okay. What else should we talk about? <laughs> There's so many stories happening in these two episodes. Um, well, okay, let's talk Matt and Cheryl. Let's, let's knock that out, too. 
Um, also because I have very few clips <laughs> pertaining to their bullshit. So, as we said, Matt's hasn't Matt hasn't told anyone about him and Cheryl. She gives him an ultimatum. He essentially like runs home to tell everybody and tells everybody very unceremoniously though he just, he just like runs home and like the first person he finds he'll just he just blurts it out like it's just so everyone knows okay i'm to Annie Cheryl. and Ruthie yeah and R- Ruthie suggests uh Matt put it uh put it, um, basically write a note and put it on the fridge oh she does say that yeah um yeah like that's how notes get passed around here or information gets passed around here um and then because he does that, mm-hmm. he goes over there to tell her as much, and Cheryl, like, turns a corner. Like, she goes from zero to 60 real quick, yeah. man. Like, like, he comes over, she, like, she's about to slam the door in, the, in, her, in his face. He stops the door, tells her that he's told everyone, mm-hmm. and then it's like, game on. So do you want to join me for dinner? No, I'm really not hungry. That's good, because I already ate. Yeah, but you just invited me to have dinner with you. No, I invited you inside. Do you want to come in? Yeah, you know, I didn't do what I did, you know, tell my family so I could get something from you. I know. But two minutes ago, we were broken up. And now we're back together, and I like you, and I want to take our relationship to the next level. The next level is... Yeah. 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 I can't tell if I like Cheryl or not. I know. She's still a little bit of an enigma for me. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you there. Yeah. I I don't know. Because it's not that I hate her. Like, I don't hate her. I just don't know if I, like, like her for Matt. Like I think in many ways she might be good for him mm-hmm. in the in, in the big picture sense like in terms of like I don't think they're going to end up together in the end yeah. like he's not going to marry her but like like this might be a good relationship experience for him to have in his mm-hmm. life but at the same time I just don't know like I guess really I guess what I'm really struggling with is like I'm I'm trying to gauge how much I should give a shit about Cheryl yeah. You know? Well, especially because their only issue right now, you're not watching them grow together. They're, they're, they're dealing with one issue, and that's Matt telling his family that he's with Cheryl. Well, and then, but then they deal with the whole, like, sleeping together thing. Yeah. Like, it transitions from, like, one hurdle to the next. Like, the first yeah. hurdle that he had to jump over was, like, tell, tell people so that I will be with you. Mm-hmm. He, does, he does that. Now she wants to sleep with him, and now that's another hurdle because you can tell... He's hesitant about it. Yeah. And she's, like, all about that. Yeah. And, and we already talking. know that. Yeah. So now that's, like, the next hurdle for their relationship or whatever. I just mm-hmm. don't... Excuse me. I just don't know, like, really where this is going to go. But basically, so, like, they end up in her bedroom. She's, like, in bed, pretty much. Yeah. And he's, like, sitting in the chair across the room. Like, it's the most awkward thing mm-hmm. ever. And she and he's like, he's, like, well, can't we just, like, talk and get to know each other better and shit? Mm-hmm. And she's, like, I'm done talking. I just want to, like, fuck you, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like, in so many words. 
she's like hot and horny and he's like let's talk more like I want to get to know you <laughs> and she basically too he, and this is another like oh Cheryl what the deal what the hell is your deal because he's like he's like I feel like I don't really know you yet or that well and she's like well I feel like I know everything there is to know about you and I feel like you know everything there is about me and like really like you need to get to know me more to like sleep with me like what's that about Matt like she doesn't she just doesn't get it like yeah. for her sex is not as big a deal as it is for him but I'll tell you why because she's done it before yeah like I really dislike Matt's whole thing of like it's a big deal you know like yeah. it means something to me it's special like dude get over it <laughs> like who are you just get over it but I'm like that in general when it comes to sex like I the whole ceremonializing mm-hmm. of sex I feel like makes it a ceremony like you know what I mean like the more you treat it like it's a fucking ceremony the more it becomes a ceremony and let's just like can we just agree that it's Mm -hmm. a fucking biological function and of course there's consequences and I'm not saying like be careless and be stupid I'm just saying like like does it's not it's not anything other than like fucking like you know what I mean like who gives a shit (laughs) ugh anyway um, I also just really want to see Matt get laid, I think. <laughs> you know, I'm with you on that. Like, he's fucking 22 years old. Like, do it already. Well, at this point, I'm just, like, it's like a, it's just, you know, it's a ticking clock. I want to know yeah. who's going to be the first one. At this point, I don't know if it's well, going to be Matt. he fucking says that, what do you mean it's going to be Matt? Like, I, Cheryl? No, I, like. Oh, who the, who, Camden? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be Matt. Dude, I, I know, <laughs> I know. And they keep fucking, like, fucking with us. Like, every episode, I feel like, is this the time? Is this going to be the one? No, it's not. Of course not. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I don't know. Let's take bets. Who do you think will be first? Uh, I have a really good answer. <laughs> you have to go first, though. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh... Part of me wants to say Lucy, mm. but I'd really hope it might be actually Simon. <laughs> I'm going to go out there and say Ruthie. What? Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Don't you just think? Mm. And she'll be, like, super young. You know what I mean? Like, it'll, it'll, of course, be inappropriate. But, like, I really think it'll be her. Hmm. Or let me say it this way. I could totally see a universe in which it's her. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. I don't know what the big deal is. Seriously. Because like that's, that's exactly her. Yeah. She just, she, well, mm, I don't know, though. I don't, in my mind, it wouldn't play out that way. In my mind, it's like, she just, because she's such a wild card and because yeah. she's so just like, like, she lives by her own rules, you know? Yeah. Like, she lives in her own little world. Like, that she would just do it. And, like, not maybe really think too hard about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, not overanalyze and not, like... Yeah. And not get all ceremonial about it like Matt is. And just, like, in like in the heat of the moment, I think she'd just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can that. See being that. said, though, I think Simon losing his virginity first would be pretty fucking epic. Yeah. Because in so many ways, he's the most mature, but then in so many other ways, he's also the least mature. I know. Barring Ruthie, because of course, but like, you know. I know. Because he's still like a little boy at heart, Mm -hmm. you know, in a lot of ways. Because he's such a good person. 
Yeah. That's why. Who do you, oh my God, see like that, and that's, and then that's the question, because he's such a good person. He can't, it can't just be like a one night stand or like some floozy, you know, no. like it's got to be like, like a real deal, like a Dina type situation, mm-hmm. but with like someone else. Um, but yeah. Oh, can we just like stop talking about the episode and think about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, the answer is no, we can't. No. Um, okay, so then. So, like, basically, Matt's like, I'm not going to fuck you, so, like, let's just go study or whatever. <laughs> like, literally, he's like, can I study now? <laughs> then she gets a phone call. Oh, right. Some, some friend of hers calls her. Yeah. And... Says it's a neighbor. Well, Matt picks up and then right. hands the phone over to Cheryl, and then Cheryl, for sure the person on the other end, said, like, who's oh, that? who's that? Oh, it's the neighbor. So, what we find out is Cheryl has, hasn't mentioned anything to her friends that she's dating Matt. Right. And then we find out, and then, like, Matt gets upset, understandably, because he's like, you just gave me all this shit for not telling my people. I'm like, you haven't told your people. And that's and that's kind of, like, when they, like, break up, if you will. Like, like he leaves and is like, oh, really? Or whatever. And, like, they... She calls him. They leave. Right. And then she calls him. Mm-hmm. And I actually really, really like what she does here. It's mm-hmm. kind of a, of course it's a power move, especially as a woman, you yeah. know, like, especially a woman who's been essentially broken up with at this, mo- yeah. at this moment because he has the upper hand here because he caught her in a lie yeah. and got to like storm out or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I do like what she did here, which is calls him and says, like explains to him why she didn't tell anybody. Yeah. And that's because if they if her friends know that they're together, they'll know when they are broken up. By which she means like she understands that this relationship has an expiration date. Yeah. And that it's inevitable. And so why pull her friends into the drama of like, we're together, we're not together, boohoo, like all that shit. Yeah. Which as women, we I can totally relate to that. Like how many times has that happened to us with our friends? Like yeah. where it's like, I met a guy and then two seconds later it's like over, but then they're asking you about it and you yeah. have to like go through the whole thing of like, never mind, you know, like it's such a fucking pain in the ass. Um but no, just me. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> um but so she says all that to him and and then I like what he says too. <laughs> When Which he is, goes to her place. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll play the clip. Didn't we break up last night? No, we didn't do anything last night. I don't understand. I like you. And I want to date you. I'm just not ready to go to that next level. Now, I just thought I wouldn't have sex until I got married. And if I didn't wait, then the only woman I'd have sex with is a woman I could marry. You've been dropping heads for weeks. I figured I could keep you at bay about the sex thing if we didn't go public with our relationship. That's why I didn't tell anyone. So we didn't do anything because you don't think you could marry me? No, it's just way too early in the relationship for me to even consider being with you like that. Barf. Sex is not casual to me. Barf. (laughs) This is not how I've done things in the past. And in the past, things worked out for you? You were happy? Not exactly. So what do you say you take a chance? We try things my way for a while. Slow and steady, get to know each other, take one date at a time. I can do that. Valid. On both both parts. Or on both sides. 
Um, it's just the way it's delivered in the beginning. You're like, I, again, I just can't buy it. That's what it is in the end. I, a part of me just can't buy it. But take a chance, try it this way. That I can like, okay. Yeah. We all come. We all come into relationships with baggage and with our own shit. For sure. Right. And I really like that Matt makes takes the time to go. Because she's like, that's not how I've done it before. And he's like, oh, and that's worked out. Like, you know, yeah. like, like clearly you can't just keep falling into the same patterns. It's yeah. not working out for you. So can we try it my way? Yeah. That's totally valid, I thought. Yeah. And that's know. it. We'll see. Uh, and that's the thing is, like, I don't want to look it up on IMDb to see how many episodes she's got left. Cause, I know. Because I feel like that would ruin the launch of season six for it, mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. But I really just don't see them being together like that like I can't imagine her being his girlfriend and like that being a thing that we see play out over the course of several episodes or a season or whatever and you know from the beginning when Cheryl and Matt started it there's um there's a power struggle between the two Mm. you get what I'm saying interesting what do you mean elaborate on that well the power struggle like she just you know wasn't giving into the relationship really Mm. until like he did something about it. He he finally did. And now she's taking that away. Like, oh crap. Now I have to like be, she has to meet him. And she's and she doesn't want to. Like she keeps laying like um an obstacle mm. constantly. I think yes. I'm 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 having this epiphany as you're saying it. I actually think you're exactly right. I think that for her, because she's been hurt in the past. Yeah. She, she's trying to mitigate her own pain yeah. and like saving face for herself by like, by like making this thing, I don't, well, I don't know though, because on the one hand, she's, okay, she's downplaying their relationship in her own life, which is to say she's not talking about it at all with her people in her life. Mm-hmm. And, and I think when she's, like, pushing Matt to talk to people in his life, mm-hmm. I think she's doing that because she wants him to not. She, I think she wants a reason for it not to go yeah. anywhere. Yeah. And then I think that she, like, force, like, or pushes the issue of sleeping together also because I think she knows he won't do it. Yeah. And it'll, and it'll be something that, like, that ends it for them mm-hmm. so that she can... When, so that when it ends, it could be on her terms. Of yeah. Like, oh, well, I put it out there and he didn't want it. And like, so bye-bye or whatever, yeah. you know? Mm. I don't know. Which, it's like, Cheryl might be the most relatable character. <laughs> like, the most relatable female character on the show. Like, yeah. In terms of, like, reality and, like, real women shit, you know? Yeah. Because she is. She's not... The fairy tale character of Lucy and Mary. You no, know? no, she's definitely not. She's she's like a real chick. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm not hating on it. I just don't really know where it's going. Exactly. From like, like, should TBD. you care? Should you invest? Yeah. TBD. Yeah. Um. Okay. So with that, um, let's see. <laughs> there's so there's. Three other main things happening here. We've got, well, no, it's more like five or four. I don't even know. 
we, we've got Robbie and Mary. Mm-hmm. We've got Lucy and Jeremy. We got Mary with Wilson, Mary with Jeremy. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, so like Robbie, Mary, Lucy, Jeremy, and then the conflation of those two things. Yeah. Plus Wilson. Mm-hmm. It's like a five, five person, yeah. like, or six person if you include Mike. Yeah. Free for all. Oh, Mike. Mike. Um, and then you've got Eric and Annie's whole deal. No, you mean Eric and Serena. Oh, and, that's true. And, that's and true. Uh, Annie and Dexter's dad. Right? <laughs> Carver. Mr. Carver. Oh, my God. Okay, we're talking about those two first. Let's save the Mary, Robbie, Lucy, Jeremy, Mike, Wilson drama for last. Let's talk about Eric, Serena, oh. Annie, and Dexter's dad. Yeah. First things first. James Remar? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Hot. Yes. <laughs> All about that life. Muscle shirts to the max. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. I'm like, I was like turned on by him. Well, yeah, he's a guy that can also build a house on top of a garage. I don't actually even give a shit about that. <laughs> I was just looking at like how hot he was. And like his arm muscles, like if you know me, you know arms are a big deal for me. I'm <laughs> like I am all about the arms. I think and arms are for a lot of women. I mean, yeah, obviously. Oh no, I'm Most the only women. one. Um, but like, damn though, like, did you fucking see his guns? Yeah, compared to who are you? Yeah, compared to Eric, which we oh never my see. God, he's a god. <laughs> and I also think too because like I'm calling him Dexter's dad like for me he'll always be Dexter's, De- Dexter's dad and I like know. and like he James Remar the actor entered my circle of consciousness and cultural awareness as an older man yes. as Dexter's dad but like to see him 20 years younger or more than that even like hottie <laughs> <laughs> wow yas Yas queen. <laughs> Oof. Okay, enough of that. Um, so, I'm sorry. I'm, like, really distracted. I keep thinking about when he took his shirt off. Oh, yeah, Oof. and then Ruthie calls him out on it. You can keep your shirt on. She's, She's not, not coming, coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ruthie. Um, that's pretty much the only thing she's got going on in this in these two episodes. She's just it's talking like, shit like to everybody. loyal to Annie and Eric's whole deal. Dad's girlfriend. Mom's boyfriend. Ugh, anyway. Um, okay, so... Mare, uh, Annie is building a like little apartment over the garage yeah, for, for Lucy to live in. Mary. For Mary, that's yeah. what I meant. Which I was, I had to pause because I got distracted. I couldn't watch as Shouldn't I was that thinking. Be for Matt? Thank you. <laughs> or for one of the dudes, like maybe Robbie or something. But then I was like, that doesn't really make sense because then, because then you have an, an odd boy out, and mm-hmm. who would he bunk with? Yeah. Like, like if. It has to be one of the girls that lives in the garage mm. for the numbers to even out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Although, although you do have two bo- two boy rooms, so like so like if Robbie moved into the garage, mm-hmm. Mary could have Ruthie's room, and Matt could move in with Simon. Mm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, or vice versa, or whatever mm-hmm. you know. But like, yeah, it could that would work better ultimately like why does mary get an apartment like fuck that bitch like you know (laughs) can i have that apartment yeah um anyway so annie's building it and james carver dexter's dad made the blueprints for it yes 
and like whatever and Annie's like super excited about it she got her permit she's breaking ground tomorrow whatever yeah. that means what are you breaking ground for you're building something on top of something yeah anyway um but then I, but then I realized it too because she obviously has to build an annex in which the ladder or the stairs yeah. were gonna or stairs are gonna go which that needs a foundation which makes sense anyway <laughs> mechanics um and then he's offered to like help her with it and stuff because like he can he's yeah. a construction dude for a split second i couldn't remember if he was the guy that was like homeless with his family and they helped him out no. by like by getting him a job as like the construction guy yeah. around the church. But then I no. looked him up and it wasn't him. We've never met this guy before. Yeah. So anyway, so she's so he wants to help her and she's like in like she appreciates it and everything's cool. And then Ruthie's there when Eric makes a comment about like, oh, he's really helpful, huh? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And like and Annie's like, are you jealous? And ultimately, though, it's a Ruthie story because Ruthie's overhearing those th- this conversation yeah. between her parents, and she's internalizing that, like, oh, no, this guy's, like, going to break up my family or whatever yeah. because he wants my mom, which is not the case, like, at all. Like, it's really in Ruthie's head. I know. Except it's not, but right now it is. Mm-hmm. Annie and Eric are totally secure in their relationship. They're not really jealous, and, they're like, they're fine, you know? But, like, Ruthie's like, oh, no. So when Annie's like, he's going to help, Ruthie's like, no, he's not. We can do it ourselves, us girls. Like, you and me, just us, right? Like, forget him kind of thing. And Annie's like, okay. And then I was like, I I thought it was so funny that, like, Lucy's the one in the house that has actual Habitat for Humanity and house building experience and skills, and she's not involved in the storyline at all. Nope. so she's busy with Jeremy. That's true. And then meanwhile, or simultaneously rather, Eric, we find out, is counseling Serena, which, if you'll recall, listeners, is that like mom who doesn't really know how to be a mom. Ashley. Ash- Ashley's mom, um, who went out and like sought counseling from Eric, and Annie was like having problems with it, and Annie's like, I'm not jealous. But I know I'm right that this bitch is after you, mm-hmm. and you have to tell me when she comes after you. Yeah. And and then Eric's whole thing was like, well, I'll just do group counseling. But now he says that he's got one-on-one counseling with Serena, and Annie's like, what the fuck now? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, are you jealous? She's like, no. <laughs> Whatever. And again, Ruthie's overhearing this. So yes. she's internalizing it like, oh, no, Serena's going to break up my family, whatever. So she makes it a mission not really directly, but, like, she keeps, like, making comments like dad's girlfriend and shit, mm-hmm. you know, to, like, talk about it. So, Eric meets up with Serena. And well, Serena at first comes into the office. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she comes into the office. She comes into the office, and she is, like, laying it on so fucking thick. Like, it's, it's gross to watch. Yeah, it is. And she's like, ah, ha, 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 oh, ha, 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 And then, just like that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, how does he end up at her house? Just get me there, because I'm blanking now. Well, uh, she, what did she say? She was having some, it's her birthday. No, she doesn't say that till he gets there. Yeah, I know. Uh, t- 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 First, she invites him over, though. 
right? Because it's, it's over the phone. She's like, oh, can it's you It's a come? spiritual emergency. That's what it is. He, he, she calls him because she's having a spiritual emergency. And he's like, okay. So he goes, and she's like slutted up. Like she's wearing like a choker and a black lace well, dress. It's like it's out to here. Well, it's like a few things happen. Lou comes in as she's like leaving the right. office. And Lou tells him like, no, this woman is after you. Yeah, like be careful there. <laughs> yeah. And then, then whatever, he's doing something. And then she calls him saying... Mm-hmm oh, I wanted to f- continue that conversation. I'm at home. And he goes, okay, I'll just meet you there. Mm-hmm. And he f- and he goes to her place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like you said, she's all gussied up. Yeah. Um, and then she says she's turning 40, whatever. Yeah, like, she goes, She goes. well, my spiritual emergency is that I'm like sad and alone and lonely and feeling sad about myself and I'm turning 40 and I have no one to celebrate it with. So I wanted you to come and like help me through that or whatever she says. Yeah, and she's talking about how she wants to grill uh, something, something, something and you know, basically and wants to have a meal with him. Fucking A, though. You know what, Eric? You could have left. She, he should have like, left. He should have left. Because, like, fuck you, Eric. You know what? No. Fuck you, Eric. Yeah, because she says... Because um, he's about to leave. And, and she, goes, like, she goes, okay. oh, my grill is broken. Can you help? And all he has to be is like, I don't know. I don't know how to fix it. Bye. You're already, like, getting up to leave. Leave. Yeah. And then, of course, he goes in, he helps whatever, fix the grill, whatever he's doing. And he pages him while he's outside, and she turns his fucking pager off, yep. the bitch. Mm-hmm. And then he basically calls her out at the... Uh, in, is it so, in her so home? He I can't remember the, this. Yeah, so he fixes the grill, he comes back inside, and is like, the grill's fixed. And he, he goes like, I gotta go. Oh, I think... No, I don't even know what happens, but he's like, I gotta go, finally, like, kind of thing. And she stops him, and, like, this happens. I've stayed longer than I should have. Annie doesn't even know where I am. <gasps> oh, Lou called while you were out back. Annie called him, and Lies. he told her that you were at my house. So, you can stay. I think I should get someone else to counsel you. I don't want someone else. I want you. I'm married. I'm your minister. I'm not asking you to marry me. What are you asking? I think you know. I think it's why you came over here. I think it's why you stayed. I stayed because you asked me to stay. I have been dropping hints for weeks waiting for you to make a move. I'm tired of waiting. I want you, and I know you want me. Question is, are you going to do anything about it? Bitch. She's, like, all over him, too. She's, like, got his hands on his collar and, like, on his chest and mm-hmm. shit. And, like, why doesn't he just leave? <laughs> like, why did, like, in mid-sentence cut her off and go, nope, shutting it down, peace. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know. It's dumb. What was the point in her delivering all those things? It would have been more powerful, like you said, if he said, I gotta go. And walks yeah. out the door. Yeah, let her sit with that. It's not the Christian thing to do. Well, and, but also, though, also, though, compared to what happens with Annie, like, maybe it's less bad. <laughs> Annie didn't it's, even know it was coming, though. I know, but it happens. I know. Oh, my God, it's the hottest thing that's ever happened on the show. I know. Fucking A, it was so hot. Okay, let's talk about it. Like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay, fine. Uh, no, finish what you were going to say. No, I'm like, yeah, Annie got some. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so while all this bullshit's happening with Eric and Serena, 
um, Dexter's dad, James Remar, whatever the fuck his name is, Carver, comes over to the house to drop off some lumber, extra yep. lumber or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and this whole time, he's like, any chance he gets, he's like, please let me help you. I want to help you. Yeah. And Ruthie's like, nope, shutting it down. We got this. You can leave. Yeah. You know? And, um, and she, Ruthie, goes out there and like, sh- and tells him, she goes, she goes, I know you like my mom, but she's taken, so back off. Mm-hmm. And he, like, skirts the issue by saying something like, oh, you reminded me of my wife, and she was spunky like you, whatever. And she goes, well, I'm sorry she's dead, but, like, you can't have my mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, like, leaves, because that's who Ruthie is. And then, um, but then, this, this might be my favorite part. So, he, when he leaves, left some other plans yeah. for some other project in with the lumber that he had dropped mm-hmm. off. So... Annie finds it, and Ruthie's there when she does, and Ruthie and Annie's conversation here is, like, so epic. Yeah. Um, well, I found these plans mixed in with the lumber that James dropped off, so he might need them, and I'm calling him to let him know he can pick them up. That is so lame. He left him here on purpose. What? I've seen Matt, Mary, Lucy, and Simon all leave stuff behind at some boy or girl's house. Some boy or girl that they want to see again are just too chicken to say, hey, I like it. You want to go out? Instead, they leave a book, a sweater, a backpack, or plans. Wake up, Mama. That man has the H-O-T-S hots for you. I try to help you adults out, but no one listens. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> Poor Ruthie. I know. She's, like, spinning such yarns in her head, like I can only imagine. Um... So, but so, so Annie calls him anyway and like tells him like drop by whenever to pick them up kind of thing. Like leaves a message essentially. Yeah. And then he shows up at the house that night. Yeah. Dressed to the nines. Mm. And um, Annie invites him to stay for dinner. Mm-hmm. And he does. On the condition that he, that she please let him help make the house make build the apartment mm-hmm. or whatever and she's like okay but like why why are you so insistent or you know something yeah. to that effect or whatever and then like the hottest thing that's ever happened on this show happens well first first annie gets a cut like she accidentally cuts herself yeah and then he helps her like run it under the water mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god i can't it's too good i had dinner plans tonight but i canceled them why would you do that because i wanted to be with you when I'm not with you, I'm thinking about you. And I know that you're married and you love your husband and nothing can ever happen between us. But I also know I haven't felt this way about a woman since my wife died. Hottest kiss ever. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I couldn't help myself. Ugh. Also, they kiss, like, or their kiss, I should say, Felt very like natural, didn't it? Like, or yeah. looked very like, like oh, they could just sink right into this relationship. Like yeah. yesterday, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't awkward. It wasn't any. I mean, like she. It's not like she kissed him back, but like her mouth wasn't closed. I'll just say that. <laughs> I don't know. I as weird as it, 
I, I liked this story. I don't know. I, I liked loved it. Yeah. What is it? What does that say? I think it's just how much we hate Eric. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And anytime that they're trying to be cute and romantic, it's like, blah. I know, cringe. And I also think that it goes a long way, too, that he, the things he says, like, I can't stop thinking about you. When I'm not with you, I'm thinking about you. I want to be with you. Mm-hmm. Like, all that shit is, like, really hot shit, you know? Yeah. And I also, too, was, like, cause just listening to the clip instead of, like, watching it unfold, I realized that he kind of sounds like a whiny baby. <laughs> Like, he's almost, like, crying as he's talking. He's not, but, like, his voice sounds like he is, which speaks volumes about, like, how well this plays out visually. Yeah. That, like, we're both into it, even though he kind of sounds like a whiny baby. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) Even when I'm not with you, I'm thinking about you. (laughs) Yeah. He literally sounds like he's on the verge of tears. (laughs) You shouldn't have done that. I'll leave now. Oh, so cute. Yeah, and then he, like, runs away because he's, like, embarrassed, of course. And she's just left there, like, agog. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, what just happened? It would just been funny if she goes, but I didn't get a Band-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So now, of course, we can't just leave it there. Oh. We have to resolve everything. This is seventh heaven. The Camdens have to help and fix everything. <laughs> so they're about to like Annie and Eric are about to sit down and like talk to each other because they each have a story to tell that yeah. neither knows about. Mm-hmm. Um, and right as they do, the doorbell rings, and Eric goes to answer it, and it's fucking Dexter's dad. Yep, at the door. And, well... James, what's wrong? I did something stupid tonight. I kissed a woman. It's Annie. I kissed Annie. I love Annie. Annie who? My Annie? I'm really sorry. Help me. Help me not to be in love with your wife. My Annie? No, the little orphan. Obviously! Can you show me some emotion that you're pissed right now? Something? Well, he is a little incredulous. Yeah. But, but, it, but it immediately is dissipated because Dexter's dad's like, help Crying. me not be in love with your wife. Yeah, like, and he goes, holy shit. He's that's like, huge. Yeah, and he's also thinking like, okay, I can't I can't punch him now. All right, sit down. Let's have a conversation. Too, right. And But before we talk about that, I want to go now the flip side of it because while he's talking to uh, Dexter's dad... The back door rings, or there's a knock at the back door. Yeah. And it's, well. From the moment your husband started counseling me, I have tried everything I could think of to get him. I've asked him to lunch, he said no. So I started showing up at the church with picnic lunches, but that didn't work. I started breaking stuff at my house just so I could have him come over and fix it. I've flirted, tricked, and deceived your husband in almost every way I know, but nothing has worked. So, um, today I decided I'd make my big move. I'd invite him over and seduce him. But even that didn't work. After I made my move, all he wanted to do was, was counsel me. 
All he wants to do is help me. It's so frustrating. So I, um... I came here tonight to apologize for... Uh, trying to steal my husband. Exactly. What do you want, a medal? <laughs> Fucking Serena. Like, like, this isn't, like... Her showing up is such a, like... It's such a, like, selfish move. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, oh, boo-hoo, I didn't get what I wanted, so now let me, like, make it more about me and, like, build the drama about around myself by, like, going and telling the, his wife that basically nothing happened. Like, mm -hmm. what, no one needs to hear that. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. You tried and you failed. Be done. Let it go. It's not like that in Seventh Heaven. But do you agree? Am I crazy? Am I wrong? I, I hear you, and I and I agree because it's like you try to take him, or you try to seduce him. What do I have to say to you? Exactly. What do I have to say to you? And in fact, that's what Annie should have said. Instead, Annie gets to, or not gets, Annie decides to like take the high road and like counsel Serena about why she did what she did, which is that like because she chose Eric to be the object of her affection because he she knew he would never return it and mm -hmm. so that's like a safe choice for her basically yeah because she's not ready to be in a real relationship or have a real commitment or have real love or whatever so she's just like reaching out for like the next failed thing or like the yeah. next thing that's gonna like fuck shit up and like be dramatic and whatever because she's a drunken drama queen which obviously like, yeah you know because, and it's not the same as what Dexter's dad's doing. Dexter's dad made an actual move. He actually has something to, like, to, like, mea culpa about. Yeah. You know what I mean? She just needs to, like, shut the fuck up and never appear again. No, but guess what happens? What? No, what ha no, no. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what? You watch the show. You watch the episode. <laughs> so, while that's happening, Eric is sitting down with James and telling him... Ultimately, almost the same thing, right? Which is like, I don't think you really love Annie. I just think that you are still very much in love with your wife. Yeah. And you might be lonely and might be misplacing that loneliness and like longing. Yeah. On something that you know can't happen because you're not really ready. You know what? I'm going to refer to my notes here because I wrote them down much more articulately than I just said. Um, but now I can't find them. But he was basically saying, like, <laughs> Annie is, like, oh, a here. safe place. Yeah, so there's something to this idea that you want what you can't have when you're not actually ready to be with or want anyone. Because mm -hmm. that's what Eric says. Eric tells him that, I don't think you're in love with my wife. I actually don't think you're ready to even be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Which is why you're going after something you can't have anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Which I really resonated with me. Like it, I, it took me a second to like process that, and then I was like, "Oh damn, mm. that's like it's almost like revelatory a little bit, you know, about like the nature of relationships or like people and how we relate and all that shit." Like it was an interesting insight. I thought. Yeah. Do you find any truth in that? 
uh, yeah, I, I sometimes I feel like we misplace like our emotions somewhere where we think it can, it, it's it's a safe place to be because mm. you don't want anything more out of it. Like you're just trying to trap yourself from actually experiencing and moving on. Right. Because moving on is hard. Yeah. But yeah, like when you're not ready yeah. to move on, yeah. you place those emotions somewhere yeah. that they that you know they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you'll just fixate on that. Yeah. And you won't grow. Like I'm gonna say something that's gonna basically only hurt myself, like hurt me, because it's not gonna paint me in a very good light. But one of the like that whole scene happening and me like having this revelation about it or whatever made me realize like I I do this in my own life like and I don't know if this is a universe I don't know I'm just gonna say it and then I don't know and then listeners if this is you too like let's let's bond over it I guess but like like one of my girl like one of my friends who's like one of my girlfriends or whatever will like be in like get with a guy or like be in a relationship with a guy or whatever and either i know the guy or i don't or whatever but like i'll i'll see like oh they're they're in this like great relationship or whatever and all of a sudden like i get like i get like i'm not okay this is so hard for me to say i'll I'll be like into that guy but not in the way that i'm like oh, I'm going to go after him and I'm never mm-hmm. going to act on it because I'm not really into him. But yeah. it's that thing of like, I personally, Lady J, am not emotionally or mentally whatever ready to like be in a relationship myself. So I'm like putting it on that guy who's taken and it's never going to happen. Okay. Because then it's there. Like, you know what I mean? It's almost like, it's almost like play acting. It's like fantasizing about something that you're not really ready for. But like, now there's, now there's like an easy target with which to like, on which to like, yeah, put that because you know, it's not going to happen. So it doesn't matter. So it's like, guilt I know. Or so, so it's like, there's like no real tension or no real strings. Yeah. It's this, I don't know if I'm I saying he- it right. No, I, what, I, but... no, I see it and I, I hear that, but fuck, that's so unfair to you. Well, yeah, but like it's but it's my own problem of, I like, understand. of like being like an emotional child or whatever, you know. Like, let's not get into a therapy session here, but like, yeah, it's whatever. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's whatever. I'm an idiot. No, I, I'm, and that's not even it. I'm not an idiot. I'm just like, I'm just not in a place in my life at my age. Sadly, maybe I don't know. No, not sadly. Yeah, no, never. No, no judgments. It is what it is. Like, I'm not there. Like, I'm not I'm not emotionally or mentally or, like, whateverly, like, ready, I think, to, like, have a real serious relationship or, like, a commitment or a bond or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck you want to call it, you know? And, yeah. And then, and so this really fucking resonated with me. Like, and I think it was the wording of it, too, the way yeah. that Eric states it. That I was able, like, you know, like, you know, it's like, yeah. when you, when you get it, you get it kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like, I got it, man. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't want to put anyone on blast who's listening, but I am really curious now. Like, I would love to hear from anyone who feels that way or has felt that way or or understands that in any capacity, like let's, let's form a community. <laughs> um, Cause I think that's, 
And then also, too, talk about, like, putting that stuff somewhere. How great would it be to, like, to, like, form a community of women who are in the same boat who could, like, talk to each other about it and share about that and, like, mm. and, yeah. and, like, you know, deal with it that way, you know? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Aw. It would be nice. <laughs> Or and men too. It doesn't have to be a woman thing. It's it's a man thing in this episode. Like yeah. anybody really could feel that or go through that. I'm just a woman. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Hmm. So in other words, all of that is to say that like what started out as like some like crazy shit, like Ruthie's crazy. She's like talking shit to James, like whatever. Serena's a bitch. All that shit ended up resolving it's like like the story resolved in such a way that i was like damn man <laughs> like insights you know like it, yeah. like it ended up being like a really cool thing at least for me of like oh maybe this wasn't the worst storyline ever <laughs> you know i don't know <laughs> yeah but how does it end lady j well nothing like air um oh i know what you're getting at i couldn't i didn't i keep forgetting that this <laughs> happens and you know why because i think i mentally blocked it out because i could not give a shit less than I do. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so, so like, Eric sends James on his way, mm-hmm. Annie sends Serena on her way, and then they come back together, and they're like, I was just talking to James, I was just talking to Serena. Oh, so you know, they hug it out, everything's fine. And then, at church the next day, they bring them together. They bring um, Serena. James and Serena together. But I honestly, I'm telling you, I've tuned, like, I tuned it out. As soon as I realized what was going to happen, I stopped paying attention because I was like, I don't care. And I don't need to, like, pay attention to the what they're saying to each other and all that shit. But, like, Annie's, like, talking to Serena, like, you know, it's the right, you're like, you know, I don't, blah, blah, blah. and Eric's like, no, <laughs> and then they, like, literally just go, like, and then they, and then they happen to, like, migrate towards each other in the courtyard, and then. James like takes Serena's hand and is like, I guess we're supposed to meet, and they yeah. go inside the church. Like, and then what the fuck? And the best is when you hear Annie, oh, they make a nice couple. What? Ew. Yeah. Fucking Serena does not deserve James, first of all, and James needs, um, I think a more nurturing person than fucking sex harlot Serena. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just don't like Serena. I know. I, I, she's she's just an ugly person to me. Like mm-hmm. I don't like that in a person like that like brazen like like (laughs) you know i know why you're here and i think you do too like uh, fuck off yeah (laughs) like um but i i i swear i think i say that a lot anyways um what i think no i swear i swear (laughs) like that comes out a lot um i think i mean i try uh have you what Um, therefore you are I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off. Go on. Okay, uh, my best friend's wedding, the mm-hmm. movie, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember at the end when uh, Julia Roberts calls Rupert Everett, right? That's his name. The, her friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, "I'm forgetting the." I just remember Kimmy, but I don't remember the uh, her best friend, the guy's Rupert name. Rupert Everett's name? No. Um, oh, Kim- Dermot Mulroney's name. Yeah. What was his character? Whatever. I'm gonna know. just say Dermot. Okay. Yeah. So Kimmy's running, Dermot Mulroney's chasing her, and then Julia Roberts is chasing him. 
And all you hear him say is he goes, but there's no one chasing you. Don't you get it? You're not supposed to be with him. Yeah. Like, it's just them. And I was like, oh, but this story, oh, these two can end up with each other. Like, it's just, it's well, all like well, wrapped up in a but, pretty bow. And yeah. But that's to say, I mean, it's, a, it, it's not quite an even analogy because in this case, in Seventh Heaven's case, like, it's, it's two people that are together. Yeah. With and then two people who are, who are into them. I know and are single and could be into each other. In my best friend's wedding, it's literally just like an unrequited love situation because she's into him, but he's into her. Like, I know, but into where, the other her. But it's just weird. Like, why bring in James? Do you get what I'm saying? They just brought him in so they can tie Serena off to someone else and oh, call it a that's day. That's an interesting point. I never even thought about it because I was so into James. I know. <laughs> I was just well, like, I'm here for James. Look, I can. We like James. We like that scene. I really liked it. No, but, but you're yeah. absolutely right. Annie had no business falling, like having this storyline other than to, to do exactly what you just said. It's just, uh, yeah. And then, but you know, kind of, kind of. Well, we'll get into it. But you know, with Mike, Jeremy, and Lucy. Oh, totally. That oh my one God. ties in totally. for that. Totally. Yeah. Except, spoiler alert: they're both coming back next season. What? Okay, okay. All right, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> so then I guess we need to talk about them. Oh, please. Okay. So, yeah, because we're saving Robbie and Mary for the last ones, right? Yeah, I guess. Ultimately, we have to. Okay. So, okay. Oh, my God. I don't even, like, I feel like this is going to be a really long episode, but that's the point of a mega episode. Um, so, Lucy, oh, Jeremy's back. Yeah. Like, and they're, like, making out. Everything's cool. Um, vaguely, they drop hints that, like, Jeremy's going to f- find out about getting into somewhere soon. Juilliard. No, but we don't right. know that. Oh. <sighs> Way to spoil it, T. Oh, I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm totally fucking with you. Why? Who am I spoiling this for? For me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're spoiling my fun. No, I'm, I'm kidding. So no, oh my God, I please. I, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. So, like, Jer- spoiler alert, <laughs> Jeremy has applied to Juilliard as a long shot, and he's not going to find out, or he's going to find out if he gets in, like, this week or whatever. And... That will determine what happens mm-hmm. with him or like where he goes or whatever. You know what I just realized? What? Notice how, remember when Lucy, when she got accepted, she got a little envelope? And then, oh God, went, and, then and then Jeremy went, he gets this giant package. They're like, I wonder what this says. <laughs> like, I just remember that right now. It's a package, okay? He's all, he's all I waited for you to open it. <laughs> It's a fucking package. You're like, like oh, legit. what is it? It's he got accepted. What do you think that is? They just sent you a book for no reason? <laughs> he gets essentially a box of, like, mail. Like, and they're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, so, yeah, he gets into Juilliard, okay? And, and I actually really liked Lucy's acting in that scene because the way that they play it off is like so they're sitting at the thing they open it and no one says it like no like it's not said explicitly I got in or whatever it's just like she looks and then she like sits back and is like dealing with it and she does a really good job of like the subtlety of like is she happy is she not like 
she it's it's kind of I mean the the envelope is huge so you know he got in yeah but like if you just looked at her face I don't think you'd know right away exactly what happened like what the letter says you know there's like there's a quick moment of you think she's about to smile and then there's panic well and then I think she starts crying or like her face gets red like she would about to yeah. be crying mm-hmm. you know again pretty like nuanced acting from yeah. Beverly Mitchell um which isn't the first time I've said that, which makes me wonder if she's the best actress out of all of them. <laughs> so that happens, and then we see that she is... She goes to Mike. Yeah, exactly. I was just looking to see if I have a clip of it, but it doesn't look like I do. So I won't worry too much about it. Um, she goes to Mike and is like basically like sad because this means that you know, he's going to move back east. <laughs> and she has, she's going to go to Crawford. So, like, they're not going to be together. And yeah. it's really sad. And um, what's his name? Mike is like, well, why don't you just move with him? And you can go anywhere for seminary school. Like, yeah. whatever. And she goes, well, my parents are never going to let me move back east. And he's like, well, there's one way they'll let you move back east. Yeah. And, like cut you know whatever and then of course it's like obvious what he means and then cut to like lucy's like running to jeremy (gasps) jeremy will you marry me like obviously that's what that's what it was that mike suggested but it's like will you marry me and jeremy like literally isn't even surprised (laughs) yeah he's like okay (laughs) remember she's the one Dude, I know though, right? Yeah. Like, like you gotta think. You like, I kept, rem- I kept having to remind myself, like, oh yeah, he's all about that life because he knew that from the minute one, or yeah, from the minute one, <laughs> <laughs> from the first minute. And so then, why did they go to the payphone? I know they go to the payphone to make a call to tell his parents, right? Oh, that's what it was. And they're super jazzed about it. Oh my it. god, they're amazed. And then. They're like, let's go tell, and she's like, let's go tell my parents, and he goes, but we have to make one stop first. I legit didn't know what they were talking about until they end up at the ring store. Yeah. I was like, what, to fuck? Like, <laughs> or, and then I was Wrong like, show! No, I know, but then I was also like, what, are they going to get married right now? Like, are yeah. they going to the courthouse? No, all like, I, I, what's happening? Are we pulling a Matt and Heather? <laughs> it's so crazy. So they end up at the ring store, and she's like, it's really happening, isn't it? And he's like, yeah, it really is. And I guess he buys the fucking diamond ring with whatever the fuck money he doesn't have or has, I guess. And then... Mary, you should be wondering how he has this money. You mean Lucy, but yes. Oh, so shit, yeah. <laughs> well, you said Mary, you know. I, I say it, I know, I do it all the time. <laughs> is that weird? Very Lucy. Very Lucy. How many four-letter words ending on wise? Um, so then... So then they go to the house, and she's, like, sporting the ring, but she's, like, We're, we'll wait for Dad to tell you. But yeah. she's, like, wearing the fucking ring. Like, if anyone looked, they'd know. Um, so they don't say it just yet. And as that's happening, like, or, like, they walk into the house. They're, they, like, they're, like, we have news, but we'll wait for Dad to come home. And Robbie and Mary are in the kitchen as that happens. Mm-hmm. And we get... Why can't I fucking find any of my clips that I know I cut? <laughs> um, I will say, I think this was this was fun to watch. 
Well, now, but now I'm wondering if we need to like rewind and talk Mary Robbie leading okay. up to this okay. point. Okay. Okay. So, so all of this is happening in just the first episode. The, yes. the Jeremy Lucy engagement is happening in the episode one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Simultaneously in episode one, what's happening with Robbie and Mary, what we already know is like Robbie's less than enthused that Mary's going to be home for the summer. Yeah. Mary's trying to suss out why that is. Mm-hmm. And Robbie lies to her and says that it's because like the parents have put a rule on them that says like no contact while you're living under the same roof or whatever. Yeah. But they never said any such thing. They're not happy about it maybe, yeah. but they've never said like you can't date while, you're, while she's living here. Mm-hmm. So when, she, when Mary finds that out... She goes to Robbie, and Robbie gives the most perplexing, or says the most perplexing thing I think I've ever heard him say, which is also just a lie, but it's also just like, what? Mm -hmm. Talk to me. I want to know what's going on. In the past, when things didn't work out with us, I just went home. Now if we get back together and things don't work out, my home is your home. And if it comes down to one of us leaving because it's too uncomfortable to be living together, it's not going to be you. It's going to be me. (laughs) I am giving up more than you. And what is that supposed to mean? I'm more experienced than you. I've had adult relations. I lived with a woman. I know what it's like to have a physical relationship with someone. And we're not going to have that. I'm not going to go out and find it somewhere else. I'm giving that up for you. What the fuck are you talking about, Robbie? Yeah, that part I don't... I can't be with you because you're never going to have sex with me and that means I'm never going to have sex again and that means I'm giving up more than you? What the fuck? I... I, uh, It's gonna be me. Ugh, Robbie. Um, Okay, so then Mary, in response to the whole... I've had adult relations thing and you haven't. Basically says that she has yeah. had adult relations, which fucking just call it sex. sex. Like seriously, like what is this show anymore? I don't even know. As, um, no, please go. Adult relations. I, I'm like, what are adult relations? Are we talking about sex or are we talking about like you being an adult and having a relationship? What well, are you talking about? Well, that's why it's so great because Mary's like, I have had adult relations. And, and Robbie's like, oh, maybe it was my use of the term adult relations. Let me clarify. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, you weirdo? <laughs> and then you see her go, yeah, I've done it. Yeah. that's exactly how it was um and then so so robbie's like what no what like she's like yeah i have and like she like runs out of the room or whatever Uh and he like chases her up the stairs to her room and and he's like he's like okay how did it happen tell me or whatever and this is where I was started writing, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> like on my notes, because I was just like, oh my god, this can't be happening. Yeah. What is happening? And I also thought, not again, not again, not again. <laughs> oh my god, right? Okay, so, um, so she starts talking. I met him at the train station one night, and we exchanged numbers. I told him to call me if he was ever in Buffalo. He lives in the city with his family. Anyway, um... 
I had a really bad day, and I heard from a basketball friend that she was getting a WNBA tryout. I, I did really badly on a test, and I was just down. And then he called and asked if I wanted to come visit him in the city. His parents were going to be out of town, and he thought we could just hang out. So I took a train to the city, and we met up, and it just happened. So there, okay? You're not the only one who has had adult relations. You're lying. You would never do that. I did that. And what happened to the guy? I never saw him again. He said he had a girlfriend, and I'm not proud of the way that I acted, but it happened, and you can believe me or not. But that doesn't change the fact that I did it. And this mystery man's name? Jeremy. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I like I was like literally having a panic attack. I was like, "Oh my god, Mary, you didn't. You fucking didn't." Like I couldn't handle it. And then I was like, "Jeremy, what the fuck is your problem?" Like I like lost my shit, okay? Jeremy, what happened to she's the one? <laughs> oh my god. So then, so before we merge our story with Jeremy and Lucy's, I just want to play this montage of <laughs> Mary and Robbie literally just like running around the house. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you did. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Hey, Mary, welcome home. Yes, I did. Thanks. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you. Mary? <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> Mary? Mary? That was Jeremy. Recognizing Mary. Yep. Oh, how do you know my sister? Oh. He never said you knew my sister. Well, I didn't know I did. We met in New York. Jeremy. New York, Jeremy? What are you doing here? He's my boyfriend. You're Lucy's boyfriend? Yeah. Small world, huh? <laughs> we need to talk. This is the Jeremy from New York. The one from the train station. The one who lives in the city with his parents. The one who... Really? We need to talk. Oh, I want to talk to Jeremy. You're Mary's boyfriend, right? You knew about me and you did it anyway? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, what is going on? Mary, tell them. Tell them what you and Jeremy did. She had adult relations with him. I did what? What did you do with my boyfriend? Don't look at me. I don't know what they're talking about. I excuse me, what did Robbie say? He said Mary had adult relations with my fiancé. I did what? You make me sick. Wait a second. Did you say you're engaged? Yeah, Jeremy and I got engaged today. But now I don't know what I'm doing. How could you do that with my boyfriend? You know, this was the happiest day of my life, and now, thanks to you, you've ruined everything. Why did you even come back here? What are you doing here? I came to bring you back. You belong with me in New York. Who's this clown? <laughs> Robbie, this is Wilson. Wilson, Robbie. Wilson and I have been dating for the past two months. Oh, well, does he know that you slept with my boyfriend? I doubt it. So, what's for dinner? <laughs> you gotta, you can always rely on Ruthie. I know. To just like clutch, like yeah. be the hilarious moment. But no, Robbie, who's this clown? <laughs> it's my favorite. It's seriously my favorite. Who's this clown? 
Oh my god. What pissed me off so much about this is like it's so obvious the minute Robbie punches Jeremy and they're like, what the hell happened? Or what are you talking about? Like it's obvious that Mary lied, right? About yeah. sleeping with Jeremy. My problem is it's like right in that very split second moment, if she just said, I lied about the whole thing, I think everybody would have believed her. I think yeah. I, I really think it, of course it wouldn't have been like, no, never mind, haha. But like I really think it could have been resolved right then and there if she was just like, I lied, okay? You know? I agree, but no, they won another episode. So. No, no, I know that obviously. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, in the in the scheme of things. Because because then she the whole rest of the time she's like no one's gonna listen to me. No one's believing me. Blah blah blah. Well, yeah, no shit. Because now you've been sitting in it for two days. Like, yeah. Like, of course, now everyone's had their chance to like think about it and worry about it and who's lying, who's telling the truth. Like, yeah, of course, you waited too long, and now it's too late. Like, if you yeah. just in that moment, we need to talk. Just fucking blurt it out. Like, who gives a shit? It's all out in the open anyway. I know. Like, whatever. So, who's this cloud? And also, like, it's also kind of sad that Lucy is, like, so quick to, like, not trust Jeremy. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, she just believes that it happened. Mm -hmm. And she's putting her anger on Mary instead of putting it on Jeremy. Yeah. Like, if if this did happen, Jeremy's just as much at fault as Mary is. Oh, yeah. 100%. And that's what really sucks, too, is when Mary goes up to Lucy's room to, like, talk to her. Mm -hmm. And Lucy's like, I'll forgive Jeremy, but I'll never forgive you. I wish you were not my sister. Like, Like, damn, Lucy. Hill. Yeah. That's a real immature way to talk about things or like to deal with this issue. <laughs> like, and we know better. Of, uh, I, yeah. You know what I mean? When it comes to Lucy, like, she doesn't usually behave like this. Yeah, I just think it's really sad that she's like, that first, she doesn't, she's quick to like just assume it's true, which means she doesn't trust Jeremy. Mm-hmm. But then also that she puts the blame. And her anger on Mary. Yeah. I wouldn't say rather than, but at not like in like instead of. Like oh, yeah. that's the same thing. But like like not at all on Jeremy and all on, Lu- on I know. Mary, you know? I know. Mm. Yeah. It's really like fucked up. On Lucy's part. Um but they make up at the end. Everything's fine. It all comes out. Everything's cool. That shit gets up. resolved. But can we talk about Mike? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I totally, like, ruined that, didn't I? So, I mean, not really. Who gives a shit? But, like, so so this happens, right? Like, Lucy, like, freak flips out and then runs to Mike again. Yeah. And, well, I can just play the clip. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> I'm so bad. I keep thinking I have clips that I don't. You actually asked Jeremy to marry you? You don't even know him. Hey, you told me to get engaged. No. I did not. I said if you were engaged, it would be harder for your parents to say no to you moving back east. I never thought you would actually get engaged. I actually thought that when you thought about him and me and New York, you'd go, hey, why am I going all the way to New York for love when Mike Pierce is right here? Why are you here? Excuse me for wanting the support of a good friend during a difficult time. Well, excuse me for not wanting to be the guy you turn to when the guy you like is being a jerk to you. But you introduced me to Jeremy. Yeah, but I wouldn't have done it if I knew you were going to ask him to marry you. I love you. 
You know I do. I always have. It's why things didn't work with Elena. But you said things didn't work out with you and Elena because other guys were asking her out and you wanted a relationship. Yes. I wanted a relationship. With you. This isn't happening. This is not happening. Wake up. It's happening. I will not be your consolation prize. I love you. And you're either gonna love me back or leave me alone. I have feelings too. Well, I'll be damned, Mike. <laughs> Where the fuck were you when she was trying to kiss you all the time? And like, he fucking plants one on her here. Yeah, he does. And, and then is like, you either love me or you leave. Yeah. <laughs> Like, go Mike, though. I really loved how he handled Me it, right? Me too. I was, he's like, wake up. Oh, <laughs> show. Yeah, I, yeah, you gotta love Mike then. When he gets all loud and, like, in her face, yeah. now go handle it. This isn't happening. It's happening. And, like, storms her out into the foyer. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah, Mike. Stand up for yourself. Hell yeah. And also, you know what, Lucy? I'm sorry, I love you, but like, fuck you. You have two guys who are all about you right now, and all you can do is like hate your sister. Like, what is your <laughs> problem? Like, who are you? Who? What even is this life? But so, yeah. I just hate Mike's haircut, but I really I like know, Mike. It's the worst. It's worse than Matt's. Um, <laughs> only because it's similar. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like I can compare the two because they're similar, and his is worse. Yeah, one is blonde, one's brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, ugh, okay, whatever. So, long story short, Lucy. Lucy reconciles with Jeremy and with Mary, mm -hmm. and then at church with Mike. I'm sorry about last night. I'm sorry for using you. Not, not that I thought I was, but I see your point. I thought about everything you said, and I wish it were more, but all I really feel for you is friendship. I can't make you love me. I've already tried and failed. But at least I told you how I feel, and that'll make it easier for me to move on. I, I don't know what to say. There's only one thing to say. I hope you two will be happy, really happy. You both deserve it. You're both good friends. I legit thought like, oh, that, and that's the end of Mike. But yeah. then I looked him up because I couldn't help it, and it's not. Okay, how many episodes? Two, one. Oh. One. Oh. Jeremy gets two, though. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. And, and they have one episode in common. Like, like there's it's one episode that they're both in. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So that'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So, Lucy's getting married, guys. Right, and Eric and Annie give them their blessing yeah. in shock of all shocks. You're not a little girl anymore, and we have to learn to trust your judgment. If marriage and school back east is what you want, then who are we to stop you? We're planning a long engagement. <laughs> we do have an opinion. Pause. I have to talk about this long engagement bullshit. <laughs> okay. Explain to me again why it's okay for her to move out there because they're engaged, but they're gonna have a long engagement because they're too young to get married. So really, who gives a shit anyway, mm -hmm. one way or the other? Yeah, so why- Do you understand how that makes zero sense? Yeah, why are you even engaged? Just go out there yeah. for school. Oh, because there's a ring, all of a sudden there's some sort of like a reality to this relationship. It's such a like stupid way to like put 
to like box kids in to like yeah. bullshit, you know? Mm. Like it's like oh, I just I have anyway, I think I've made myself clear continuing. <laughs> As to where you go to school in New York, I made a few calls. You did? I just have one request. I, I'd like you to go to Colbell Seminary. That's where you went. If you can't be in Glen Oak where we can watch over you, I know you'll be safe and well cared for at Colbell. <laughs> All right. All right. That's where you went. Yeah, okay. Relax. It's back east. <laughs> That's the thing, though. I guess Annie and Eric did live in New York, right? That's where they met mm -hmm. while he was in seminary school. Okay. But, but, but they're not from there. So I don't think it's fair to say back east, like, if you're not from there. Because Annie's from Arizona. Yeah. And Eric is, well, maybe Eric is from there because the Colonel and Lee yeah. live out there. Mm hmm then, but then, okay, he can say back east, but no one else really should. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and remember, Eric knows all, knows everybody. That's true. He also spent some time in Chicago. <laughs> um, okay, so that just leaves Robbie, Mary, and Wilson, right? So, blah, blah, blah. Mary comes clean to Robbie. And meanwhile, Robbie and Wilson strike up a tight friendship. I don't know why or care. Um, but essentially Robbie and Mary have, well, they have a conversation. Mm -hmm. You think that you have to have a relationship with me so my parents will let you stay here? It's not like being with you is a chore. But it's not what you want. You don't want to date me. You want to date my family. No, I want to marry your family. Well, just so you know, win, lose, or draw, then with us, you're part of this family. My parents will never turn their back on you. You don't have to date me to stay here. And you don't have to not date me to stay here. It's over, isn't it? Three strikes, we're out. <laughs> I still love you. I'll always love you. I hate that. Mm -hmm. I'll always love you. <laughs> but like, so I think that's like the best way they could have broken up though. Mm -hmm. Like, and I really believe it's for good this time. Yeah. 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 I want to marry your family. <laughs> Remi reminds me of uh, Matt's, well, one of his girlfriends. Remember the one that was like obsessed with the family that always wanted to come over? Oh, yeah. That was one of Matt's girlfriends? Yeah, like season one or two or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I remember the girl. I don't re I didn't remember that she was Matt's girlfriend, but that, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's whatever. What, what we didn't say is that because Robbie and Wilson have struck up a friendship, yeah. whilst Mary's dealing with the Lucy and Jeremy of it all, um, is that the way that this ends up happening is like, Robbie and Wilson are in the kitchen. Mary walks in, and the three of them are like, what do we do, kind of thing. And Wilson says to her, you and Robbie need to talk before you and I resolve something, mm -hmm. like before Mary and Wilson resolve something. Yeah. And, like, leaves them alone, like goes upstairs and leaves them alone, which 
is the beginning of the end. Like that right there tells yeah. you exactly what this conversation is going to be. Because if Wilson thinks that there's going to be something to talk about after she resolves things with Robbie, yeah. then clearly the thing that they need to resolve that he and Robbie have been talking about yeah. is how he doesn't really want to be with her anymore and that it's really over and that yeah. it will be over. So by the time the final scene rolls around, which I don't have a clip of because it really doesn't matter, by the time the final scene rolls around of... Wilson in the kitchen with Mary mm-hmm. it's kind of like a it's like a given it's it's a it's a foregone conclusion yeah that the conversation they're gonna have is that he wants to be with her mm-hmm. and he wants to know if she wants to be with him i.e. in Buffalo, Buffalo. Because, as he says, he's not going to do this back and forth, over the yeah. phone, long distance bullshit. We're either together or we're not. And if we're going to be together, we need to be together together, like in the same city together. Yeah. And so he's like, so what are you going to do? Literally, he says, what are you going to do? And she like looks at him and we fade to black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, in hindsight, is probably literally a functional decision on the writer's part or on Brenda's part. Because... There was probably a lot in the up, up in the air about Jessica Biel, whether or not she was going to come back, what was going to happen to her character in future seasons. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't decide right now, I go with Wilson or I stay, because that would mean that she either is going to be in the show or she's not. Yeah. So I think, I think like purposely they left it like this so that come next season, whatever happens with JB is what they write for the story. She yeah. either is in Buffalo with him or she's here in Glen Oak with the, with the family. So who's watching Billy? Oh, yeah. He doesn't have parents out there. Exactly. The colonel. (laughs) The colonel and Ruth. George is the babysitter. (laughs) No, Saki. The cat and the... What is it? What was it? Something about the cat and the monkey? Oh, man. I think I have the clip. I want to hear it now. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't actually have it. Whatever. (gasps) Oh, man. That one was good. It was a good one. Um, So, yeah. That is... We did it. Right? The finale of season five. We did it. We did it. (laughs) Now on to season six. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm really excited to do the recap of this season. Yeah. Because I feel like so much has happened. Like, it's going to be really fun to hash it out. Yeah. With our usual special guest. Um, But that's a story for another day. Um, Any stray observations? Meh. Um, yeah, same. Let's rate it. Now, should we rate each episode separately, or should we rate these two as a whole? Oh, God, that's hard. I think we kind of have to go as a whole since we talked about it as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I don't know if you agree, but, like, I don't know that one is any different than the other in terms of quality. No, no, really no. With the exception of the kiss that happens in the first one. (laughs) Wait, which kiss? What are we talking about? The Dexter's oh, dad yeah. kiss. Oh. Is, uh, that gonna, is that pushing it to an eight? Actually, that's in the second one. So maybe the second one. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Mm, I'm, I'm literally in between six and seven. 6.5. Good. 
There you go. Sticking to that. Um, man, I don't know. This is hard because there's so much I love. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a little bit that I don't really care or borderline like hate. Oh, wait a minute. By the way, guys, Priscilla and uh, John do get married. Oh my God, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, they do. Oh, okay. We need to talk about that. Oh. Strike the rating from the record. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Um, So like blah, blah, blah. Basically, Morgan can't come home because the grandma's like super sick. And so, and John has to go out there to be with his family. It's not a good time. His entire family has flown out there. And, like, it's, so they're, so they cancel the, like, they have to cancel the wedding. And or we at least meet, postpone it. Yeah, and we meet uh, Priscilla's parents. And, who all of a sudden are super on board. Yeah. And decide to help, or John and Priscilla ask them to help them, like, cancel everything. The mm-hmm. caterer, the plans, all that shit. And they agree. Um, John and Pris fly off. Mm-hmm. to go be with John's family. And Priscilla's parents concoct a scheme with the help of Annie and Eric, because of course, um, to move all of that shit to New York. Yeah. Like, which doesn't really make sense in practice. I think more likely is they canceled everything and cre- and set up reservations or whatever, yeah. bookings over there mm-hmm. on a smaller scale, obviously. Um, so that they could still have their wedding, but it would be over there with John's family. Exactly. And that Morgan could still um, marry them. And so they do. They get married in court. Yeah. Morgan officiates and welcomes her to the family. That, and that's all we see. We, yeah. we just see, like, John and Priscilla in the hallway, her in a dress and him in a suit. Like, And then Morgan comes out and is like, welcome to the family. And it's like, sweet, whatever. They kiss. Everything's fine. All right. That was a quick wrap-up. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so my rating... I don't, I fuck, I don't know. I, I think I gotta go seven. Okay. I, and that's almost like, I feel like it's high. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, but also it's not because there is a lot that I loved. Yeah. Across these two episodes. Yeah, I think I gotta go seven. It's been a long time since I've given a seven, which I think why it feels a little weird. Yeah. But this is a solid finale. It's solid. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's probably the solid, like the most solid two episodes of the season. <laughs> With some exceptions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> so until next time, where we will be doing our season five recap, uh, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. You can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod or send us an email at show at gmail.com. Um... You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever the fuck it is nowadays. Um, <laughs> for the record, we will read any review of any star worth <laughs> um, live on air and give you guys a shout out. So do that for us, please. Um, God, do I sound desperate? Do that for us, please. please. <laughs> you know who I sound like? Um, you did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Oh no, we've established you haven't. Mm-mm. Jenny Slate has a is a has a recurring character on okay. there where she's like this bratty, like spoiled like woman, like mm-hmm. who's like a total child because she's spoiled and like has no responsibility or whatever. And her dad is Henry Winkler, and like she'll just go up to him and be like, "Money, please!" Oh <laughs> and, wow! Like, put her hand out and he'll like give her like however much money. It's funny anyway. Um, 
Did I do everything I'm supposed to do? I believe so. Rate us. And until next time, bye. Robin, my boy. <laughs>